tell them to bring me my money. Okay, we are back. It is the It's Just Money podcast, season two, episode six, I believe. Week one of college football in the books. I very much enjoyed Thursday through Monday college football. It was way better than the NFL, which is also back. And so are the boys. The boys are here. Let's talk to them. Let's go to JP to start off the episode. JP, how are we? Uh, I'm good. I'm having a good week. Uh, to be honest with you, all's, all's going well. I didn't have the greatest weekend that we'll get to, but uh, yeah, I mean, I can't complain. Monday, Tuesday, you know, didn't lose. Yeah, Tuesday, short week. Short it week. Was a short week. I had to wake up and remember it was Tuesday. Give me a little pep That's in a my plus. step. Okay, let's go to the other two. Reese. Reese, how are we? I'm very – it was a very good weekend. One of the best weekends I've ever had, especially gambling college football. Uh, best weekend. Mines are high. Look at – look at – hey, what? Schaefer Reese, right, he did because you had a very good weekend. Don't say it was the, one of Schaefer, the best weekends of your Schaefer. life. That's a – don't I'm get saying too high. On I'm just saying, football. don't get too high. I said gambling on sports football, Schaefer. I didn't say in my life. Oh, my goodness. Fellas, fellas. We all know. Well, you can't. We were on the same page this weekend. Don't come at me with this negative bullshit, right? We're on the same team. (laughs) Well, if you can't tell, if you can't tell, Reese um, is being brought down by Jake, who is also here. So Jake is announcing his presence with authority once again, bringing the crowd down. Uh, Jake, how are you? (laughs) Uh, I'm good, man. Uh, Betting-wise, that's fine. I'm uh, glad my Irish just keep keep plugging away for me just time and time again. Um, I didn't feel good about it as that game went into it uh, Saturday night at kickoff, but stood with it. Me and Reese took it in, took it on the head. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's hate week. So nothing better than that. Nothing better. Than yes. That. I, for, I almost forgot to mention that in the intro. It is hate week. Schaefer versus JP, Iowa, Iowa State, Cyhawk Week is upon us. Can it be we will talk week? about it. Can it be horror week? Like, this is about as horrifying as it gets. That is about as nervous I've been for this game. I'm just chilling out. The Hawk fans are terrified. I'm just having a great time. <laughs> Why would we, I'm just chilling out. This is amazing. Why I'm sure everything, everything will be broken down in our team previews because there is a lot to talk about. A lot. Um, but anyway, let's wrap up the betting weekend. How did everybody's betting weeks go? Let's start on a high note. Let's go over to Reese, who went what? Oh, give that man the finale. I went, I went five, five all and one on the weekend. It was let's go, baby. It was a good weekend. I'll say we took, we had Illinois twice. We got that was our push. I had them at the plus three, which also they should have won that, that football game. By the way, that I don't know how that touchdown was that that was that one. But um, had them, BYU, no sweat. They took care of USF. They absolutely kicked ass. They looked really good. Um, and then we had – so we had my parlay. We had TCU. We had TCU money line. We had the Houston money line, which that one got very, very – it says the end. We'll probably touch on that when we talk about the uh, new overtime rule. Um, then we had – look, look at it. Look at it. Hang on. He doesn't even know what he had. Yeah, I was going to say. Hang on. Notre Dame race. No, I'm talking about my parlay, Shafe. I can't have my parlay first. TCU my weekend so good, you can't remember. I had so many wins. Um, (laughs) And then we had the Illinois, and then we had, on the other flip side, we had UCLA, and then 
there was another one. But yeah, it was a very, very, very good weekend. There it is. All right, five zero and one. That's a good start. Schaefer, how did your weekend shape up? I was all right. I was kind of fuck. I was just scrambling to be honest. Like Central Michigan Thursday night. Holy shit! Can't believe they came back and won. Uh, had Illinois money line, so that's that's a loss. But I mean, it that hurt my parlay, which it is what it is. I had Boise State in my parlay as well, and they got dick smacked. Um, and then Notre Dame. I felt great giving that one out. Glad to see that one came through. And yeah, Reese mentioned it before. Houston minus four. I just, guys, I'm gonna. It's gonna come around. There's gonna be a college football playoff game that's gonna fucking end with a two point conversion, and we're gonna sweep it under the rug now. When Houston and UTSA go three overtimes, when there was one other one this weekend that went three overtimes, it's the dumbest fucking rule in sports. I don't think you could pick a dumber rule that it all is sports. Chase, they is, don't want him nope, on the field. No, nope, they don't nope, want him on the one. field that long. It's horrible. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. It, it, it is. And as far as betting, I was just, I was fucking pissed because I go from in the first overtime rooting for a stop to now it's, I have no chance of winning. I didn't have a chance. Like third overtime came on. I should have, I turned it off. Didn't matter. Didn't matter if Houston won or lost. I knew that two points were going to be scored and I can't cover the number. Like at least when like there's three minutes left, my team is down 17 points and I have a money line play. There might be, at least just 2% chance to win, but at least there's a fucking chance. With this new overtime rule, I have no chance. There was no you chance know, for me to cover. I couldn't you know root for those fun pick sixes that we've seen before in the overtime. Like, you know what I mean? It was fucking dumb. Parks, I hate that rule so much. Parks is over in 2019. Never would have been a thought. Yep. With the Baylor-TCO game. Yeah. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen without this fucking – with this new rule. It's so dumb. Well, I, I knew that could happen. That's why I placed that pick. I was that smart. So maybe if you were just a little bit smarter, that wouldn't happen in your bets. Don't take games that could go to overtime, Jake. There's a, there's a dumber rule in sports, and it's the NFL. It's being able to tie or having the first team score a touchdown to win. That's the dumber rule. Um, I also think the California rule when talking about baseball is a dumber rule than that. Okay. Is that the two so, we can debate you. That's where you start with the guy on second, one out, and yet in extra innings. It shouldn't be an earned run, but it's not that dumb of a rule. I don't think it's that. It's not that dumb. Buddy, that's like, we played that's like, it. No, no, no. It's as like a pitcher, if, as a pitcher, that's why he hates it. I know, but it, that's like if instead of doing the two point conversions after the third overtime, everything's played from the ten yard line, like with just four downs. You don't get a first down. You play from the ten yard line, and that's it. That could be. That's kind of how. I think that would be fine. Better no. than this shit. No, you need to work to score points. You could start overtime on the 35, man. Make them gain yards to score points. So you're not guaranteed three. That's part of the problem. Or on That's the not a bad rule either. I think they should just this. keep playing. Like, just whatever the first overtime rule is, if it's on your own the 25, just play that the entire time until somebody makes a stop. You got you to gotta make a stop. I mean, that's part of the game. Just need a stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It, that's part of it. So I don't. I I agree in the fact that it is dumb, um, but I really don't know if they're going to change that anytime soon. So bad. It's so but, bad. okay. Uh, JP, how did your betting weekend go? Uh, yeah. Let me pull up. I actually uh, unit wise only lost point two units, and that was thanks to uh, Brian Kelly and his dipshit gang in, ba- or in Baton Rouge. I truly 
in all honesty, I don't think I was on the right side of that LSU game ever. I think we were lucky to even have a chance. Um, but I was on the right side in that Illinois game. I had three flat on like Reese's three and a half. I was on the right side of that. That team should have won the game. I should have won that. I should have gotten the half unit uh, money line hit. I also think that uh, I was this close to getting the West Virginia half. I hit uh, seven and a half with West Virginia, but I was that close. I was a catch the fucking football for a first down away from hitting that half unit money line. Uh, completely wrong side in Boise State. That is not a G5 powerhouse anymore. They don't look anything identical to what they've been. Wrong side in Louisville. You're going to get fooled in week one. I decided to go with a short road favorite or short road dog in Boise State. And then I decided to take a road favorite in Louisville and just whiffed. Uh, so I was two, five, and one, but I was only down two units. Uh, and that was a shout out to a big hit with UCLA uh, and an absolute blowout of Bowling Green. So, I mean, it could have been really good like Reese's, but I felt like I was on the right side of things and sometimes it doesn't go your way. So hopefully that thing bounces my way here in the near future. You're a bad, you're a bad call away in that Illinois game for that touchdown. Like that was a touchdown in the, in the, oh, yeah. in the second but quarter. You're, like, also, you're also, you're also just a, why are you giving up a 70 yard drive on the last play? The yeah. Last drive After of the game you give up 70 yards up, the whole yeah. half. You give Unbelievable. Up 60 dude. or 70 yards that the whole half. And then you so just get bad. gashed. Like that shouldn't happen. Like, yes. Reese, call time out. Make a like, fucking adjustment. Sometimes I really don't think they look at the replay. I really don't because everybody in the world knows it's a touchdown. Everybody knows the right call and still somehow, and I know it's not the ref's fault on the field because that's, you know, wherever uh, they're He's calling like, it to weird angle. that. Yeah. But man, come on. I mean, let's use our brain a little <laughs> bit, right? Like just use your two O-hosts right in the middle of your face. Look at them. That's all Fair. I um, I finished the weekend two and three. Uh, I think I had a really, really good breakdown that turned out better than what I thought it was going to be in the over North Carolina and Appalachian State. I don't think there should be a game this year that somebody doesn't take an over in a North Carolina game. They can't stop a running nose, dude. Like, they're so bad at defense. 63-61. That was one of the craziest games of the weekend, by the way. We need to talk about that on the recaps of week one in general. Um, but other than that, I lost on Purdue. Just not conditioned. Dude's yakking after pick sixes. Just a bunch, bunch of wieners. Um, didn't hit on that one. Also, how about Purdue's defense in that scenario? They obviously weren't conditioned, dude. Those got those two drives that Penn State scored right before the half and at the end of the game, they walked down the field without oh, a hit. Walked. Walked. Yeah, bad. Brutal. Uh, Maryland minus 24. Uh, a little bit of a bad beat that went under the radar there. Um they were up 31 to 7, which is 24. I'll take a push over a loss. And Buffalo's down 31 to 7 in the fourth quarter with five minutes left and kicks a field goal. So they kick the field goal, and then Maryland runs out the clock and doesn't do anything, and I lose. So that one sucked. Arkansas minus six and a half, barely hit, but barely is enough for my liking. And then Ole Miss just did not put up enough points against Troy. They won 28 to 10. I had them by minus 21. So another three point loss. Uh, so not huge losses, which is good, I guess. Or is it as bad as I don't know if I would you guys rather lose the bet by a lot or lose by a little amount? Oh, a lot. I got both ends of the stick on that one. Last yeah, just yeah. I think a lot early. too. I would just try. Yeah. I'm just turning the pull me out game early off. and just let me know I'm on the wrong side. I feel a lot better about myself than if it comes down to a play or one I want to know early. <laughs> yeah, I want to know, know early. early. Shout out Stanford Stephen. Yeah, my boy, the bear. <laughs> I love that. 
big guy. Okay, big there fight. it is. There's the betting recaps for week one. Let's go into um, the games a little bit. What did you guys take away from week one? Good games that you talked about, good games that you saw, um, takeaways from teams that you didn't get to see last week and all that good stuff. Somebody open us up. Let's uh, let's tip our cat to ourselves on calling App State North Carolina being an unreal game and North Carolina State ECU because everybody's talking about those two games, but us three weeks ago we're talking about those two games, right? So let's tip our cat to ourselves. Those were unreal football games. Uh, North Carolina State had a couple of chances to just put a dagger in ECU and didn't, and then ECU's kicker decided he didn't want to be all-conference. <laughs> Again, so he Stuff. missed a late PAT, oh, missed a man. game winning field goal. Oh, that's, oh, I mean, oh. that just sucks. You hate to see that for the kid, but in all reality, they should have never been in that position to have a chance to win. Um, North Carolina, Drake May's good. Uh, you know, who's not good is either one of those defenses, apparently. No. So uh, it'll be tough for those guys over there. And then you guys on Notre Dame, I think just kind of sitting back and actually looking at that game, I think that that's more of a tip of the hat to a Notre Dame team that's good rather than an Ohio State team that may be not as good as people thought. I think it's more of a tip of hat to that. It is week one. You can't overreact. you got to take yeah, everything with a grain of salt, man. So that I think was, that's uh, more of a tip of hat with a team being ready to go on defense rather than an Ohio State team that was blown up to national championship contenders with a Heisman quarterback, running back, receiving core, not performing. So that's, that's kind of three takeaways I had. Uh, obviously, you guys will have games that you want to talk about and pieces of that. So go ahead, uh, Shafe, you were about to talk. No, I was just going to say that I was going to piggyback on what you said. I, I would say week one, don't re, don't overreact. Um, Ohio State's got some things to figure out, but remember last year, I mean, how much did that defense give up against Minnesota? Um, and they figured it out throughout the year. Uh, Notre Dame, I think, was fine. I, I thought they they play super hard. Uh, I don't know how good they're still going to be. I think they're still around the 8-4, and 9-3 and three range. I don't think they proved to be a uh, top-five team by any means. Um <laughs> And then my favorite, my absolute, absolute, absolute favorite was watching the Pac-12 unfold again for the 900th year in a row. They are just coming off the wheels. That, that, that conference is done. They're dying. You got 200 people at the UCLA game. You got Oregon absolutely just putting up zero, zero fight against the top dog of the SEC on the other end, you have their top dog losing to a very subpar uh, Florida team. And then, uh, I mean, the only one you could say that looked uh, like the saving hope of the Pac-12 was USC, and they played Rice. So we're not going to jump to any conclusions. We're not going to overreact like I just said. Uh, so, man, man, oh, man. Boy, do I love watching the Pac-12 suck. It's one of my favorite things. I will say this about week one. I think it's the most complete slate of games where we've seen competitive games like i feel like the matchups were good yeah. like purdue thursday night there was a good game every night saturday had multiple but that was the full slate but like even the sunday night game and even monday nights i think georgia tech georgia tech and clemson that was a competitive game for three quarters so it was i was gonna the best play i've seen in a while is is uh are we gonna look back and say LSU Florida State was the top five game of the year? Or are we gonna look back and say, boy, those two teams no, were just those teams, dogs? Those teams are good. Yeah, they're not good. teams just suck. That's my thought process on that. One, I think you one also, game I don't okay, man. You no, go. you go ahead, Reese. 
No, I'll, say, go ahead, man. I'll say, well, one game, one game we didn't really talk about that I think was really good was the, the another game that started it all off was West Virginia and Pitt, like the backyard brawl, the first time since yeah. was it, 2011. Yeah. And like, lose that one in a week. I mean, I mean, West, I mean, West Virginia had they had a chance to go ahead and win that game at the end, but the kids, you know, butterfingers right through your goddamn hands and it for a pick, oh pick stick all the way through. Like that was a You've great game. Like so JD Daniels was really good. Keaton Slovis looked really good. Like defenses weren't bad. Like the the JT receiving cores. They're pretty solid. I mean, like, that's why I like West Virginia this week. Spoiler alert. But, um, yeah, I think that was another great game uh, that kind of started off the week that just kind of people, I mean, people forgot about because of games along – like because of the good games like throughout the week, like the UNC game. Got to catch that football, man. I mean, it hit him in the pause to go win a football game, and he'd been, he'd been so good and He's going to be – yeah, Bryce Ford Wheaton is yep. going to be an absolute yeah. stud in the Big 12 yep. this year. And he just – I think he either got excited about turning up field or just was, like, taking it for granted in it. Pop, pop, see ya. And that was it. And then they had a chance to go win it. But then, I mean, that's the only place you can put that football and not on that play. You can't give up a sack in that spot and you can't. That's the only place that football can go is low and on the inside. And he, he damn near caught it and had a chance to win it or tie it up late. Um, yeah. I talk about yeah. a lot of last drive football games. Great. Right? Like all Great. weekend and at every level too, in the G five and the power five level, like, that's all you can ask for, man. That's all you can ask for. Okay, there it is. There is our takeaways from week one. We will mention it throughout our picks for week two, I would imagine. Um, but let's for now, let's go to team recaps and previews. I'll start just to get it out of the way so we can move right into the Cyhawk battle. Um, North, Nebraska looked like absolute dog shit the first half. Uh, kind of settled in the second half. I thought the defense wasn't as bad as we think. I think it's super hard when you're watching a team like North Dakota where maybe – Obviously, you don't see them in, on television as much. They play a, sort of a similar play style as Iowa or a Wisconsin, where it's slow, long, elongated drives. They're not trying to throw downfield that much. They're trying to piece first down after first down. So they took up a lot of clock. But when we got the ball, we handled business for most of the for the most part, I'd say. Um, but defense was not very good. Like if that was anybody but North Dakota, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it panned out fine. Thirty-eight seventeen. Roll on to Georgia Southern, who people are nervous about, at least on the message board wise, uh, because they won fifty-one to seven last week against the world's worst FCS program. So Who's I'm not worried down there at Georgia Southern. And then they just get a transfer in. That is Buffalo transfer name. Kyle Van Tross. Yeah, he okay, played in Lincoln go. last year. So Therese, it'll yeah. be that kid's second trip to Lincoln. That'll be an interesting storyline to follow. But um, Georgia Southern put up fifty last week, so people are nervous. I'm not Morgan State. Literally might be top five worst teams in the country. So it is what it is. We'll roll on. Night game in Lincoln. I will be there. It should be fun. Now let's move to the most important part. I'll let JP recap whatever Iowa was doing, and then we will talk uh, Iowa State. <laughs> a top five defense in the country again and a bottom five offense in the country again. Um, <laughs> it's starting to become so redundant that it's not worth my time to even speak on. Because you can't, in my opinion, you can't blame Brian Ferentz for that as much as you think you could because the offensive line was that bad. You couldn't block a soul. You had zero running lanes. You couldn't move the ball vertical. He was side to side all day. He was east and west, could not go north and south. No running lanes. You couldn't protect the quarterback. Even when you did, he couldn't hit the broad side of a barn with a fucking garden hose and a fucking jet thing. All right? It was bad. Like – there was no hope at any point in time. Like you never at any point had any, he threw one ball. I remember 
distinctly on like a second and five for like a 15 yard game. And I go, Holy shit. We're standing up clapping right now. This is the saddest shit of my life. So I don't have any expectations. I don't have any confidence in that. It'll change because apparently the coaching staff decided we are putting our foot in the ground. Um, and it's the dumbest shit I've seen. Like if Kirk's been stubborn before with quarterbacks, this is the worst I've seen it ever. Ever. So I don't have any confidence going into the weekend. I think the defense will be just disgusting again. Uh, but we're down in injuries on the defensive front in the front seven. So that's a problem. When your only unit is uh, hurting, that's not good. And then the other side is basically useless. So, yeah, I don't have any confidence going into the weekend. Can we mention at least the 1.1 quarterback rating? I've never seen it before. I I thought Casey Thompson had a shit week, and he was like a 70.5 as his second lowest in the Big Ten. Yeah, he probably had more than 15 completions at a touchdown at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was. I mean, that's shocking. I didn't know that was possible. Spencer, I'm surprised it was that that high. I mean, he he (laughs) like it's he's lost. He he has no. Dude, he had a, like a ten yard out. He had a ten yard out in the first half, man. He hit the cheerleader. Like that's how damn. I thought he was gonna hit the first row. I was I like, but the problem, even bigger problem, is, is that what did you see out of Padilla last year? That's like, wow, he's so much better. He can run a little bit. That's about yeah, dude, dude. Fox Sports was ruthless. They were so toxic with their camera angles. It was yeah. hilarious. And like, I just missed him. I, I honestly. I, I feel okay. Listen, listen. I, a little bit. I feel bad he, for the kid because he he looks like he. You know how much shit he gets, yeah, and it, you're right. It's not entirely his fault. He doesn't hit the paper school. I don't feel bad for him. They're hanging him out to dry. He has zero confidence, zero ability right now. Oh They're yeah, just like figure it out. No, you fucking idiots. That's why you brought <laughs> in these. This is why you made all these changes. Go help the kid. Get the kid out of there. Do something different because it has worked and. 15 games. There's no use at this point. And it like, I love Kirk to death, but I swear to shit. If it happens for the next two years, just be done. It's time to reset. Just end it. It's just, just be <laughs> done. Let it go. And let, if fucking Iowa state, no offense, Schaefer, if Iowa state and Minnesota and Illinois can go get fucking athletes, the best program in the West in the last 10 years outside of Wisconsin can get them Hand over fist. We just need the right system. It might be time to restart if this shit goes on the rest of the year. I'm not even kidding. Right off the sunset, Kirk, why would you want to leave two and ten like Hayden did? I welcome to the train, first of all. What fire? Um, Also, I saw today mentioning your recruiting piece that Iowa is the only school in the Big Ten that does not have a five star recruit on the roster right now. I know they have that kid, that O lineman committed for next year. But Wampa was five star on like some sites, like Rivals five star, twenty four seven four. So like it, wherever you look, I just uh, don't know how he's recruiting. I don't know really. They're I mean, recruiting. They, I know we get a lot of local talent, but they are missing is, out on a lot of pieces they need. The last three years have been the best three years, and they've been ranked in the top twenty. Top, yeah, top twenty last three years in recruiting. So they're doing better, but they don't get it where they need it. And everything Jordan, that they're getting yeah. is defensive and. Offensive line. So, Jordan, <laughs> this, is, this is a safe space, Jordan. You're safe here. I promise. Yeah. This isn't fun. Like, I'm not, I had zero fun last weekend, and I'm going to have zero fun on Saturday until that shit's over. It's a fact. What if okay, Iowa wins? Paper? 
Okay. Schaefer, how did your SEMO matchup go? How was yeah, Jack yeah. Guys, hold on. Just let me let me kick up my feet here while I just sit and relax. Um, yeah. Uh, this I think like I wish I could have played an AI quarterback. We still uh, fucking four points. Well, here we go. Kinnick Stadium <laughs> is more of a toxic environment than Gossip Girl. Like it is a it is a <laughs> ring of fire in Iowa City right now and as a bystander I'm just like enjoying it like they're just booing each other they're fucking just they're all just bitching on Twitter they're the worst team of all time here's they the are. deal what do you mean they're horrible it, 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 it's literally it, the worst it, offense in the country statistics like the worst offense in the country in one week Jordan come on it's been 15 games it was a 120th last year that big but, title game, uh, and, and that's the here's the deal. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> the defense um, got there. They forgot the offensive. All right, all right, we we you got your venting out. We were nice about it. Let let me go. Okay. Um. No, but no, in all seriousness, it is what it is. Uh, it, it's been six in a row. Nothing would surprise me if it's seven. I have zero expectations for the football game. If last year brought anything. It just shows it doesn't matter how bad that Iowa offense can play. Simple matter of fact is they still will have a chance to win. They st- it's just going to happen. Um, I'm personally looking for what, how they handle the game. Uh, they're going to go into a just a crazy environment. You know, Iowa City is still going to be rocking no matter what they put on the field. Um, and I want to see what this group is showing because, I mean, yeah, last week was an absolute snooze fest. Not going to complain. It's been years since we've done that in the first game. Not going to complain about it. Um, but I want to see what this team's made of. And it, it, the win isn't necessarily going to think that this team in this season is looking positive. I don't think that they need a win to for this to be positive going forward. And, and Matt Campbell's proven that. It's, it's, it's unreal to me. And it's the most Iowa State thing of all time that our greatest head coach who's won – numerous conference games, gotten us to the Big 12 championship, and has yet to beat Iowa. So do I think they want to win? Absolutely. I guarantee Camel wants to get that off his back. Um, I have zero expectations for it. Of course, last week, Iowa proves to me last week, now I'm getting hope again. Now I see us seeing an opportunity to win. Um, but I, 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 I'm not going to sit here and act like I expect us to win the football game. I do think the one thing I will talk about that I'm a little positive about, I think is the unknown of Hunter Deckers. Uh, I think that Iowa not seeing Hunter Deckers reminds me a lot of a Jacob Park back in 2018 um, where they were successful in putting up 41 points. Uh, uh, Fortunately for us, this Iowa offense is not as nearly as as talented um, in the backfield, at receiver, and even at quarterback than that team was that put up 44 points in 2018. Um, and I, I just think it's going to get interesting. I don't think Iowa State's defense is very good. There, There's a lot of question marks that I think could be shaky. Um, and, and if Iowa's offensive line plays like, they're, they, like they normally do, um, I could see them really pushing us around a little bit. I wasn't impressed with the, de- the defensive line. Um, I know they've tried to play a lot of guys because we were playing that cupcake team. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I'm just going to enjoy every minute of it because 
Iowa is just going to rip apart their team, win or lose. This team's not going to, unless they go out somehow and win 45 to three and put up the greatest offensive performance they've seen in a, the last two years. Um, it's just going to be enjoyable watching uh, Iowa be miserable, win or lose, because they are. And, and, and you're, you listen to JP for 20 minutes, bitch, about this offense. And the fact of the matter is, they still won. They beat a very good FCS school. They still won the football game, but Iowa fans continue to be Iowa fans and just bitch and bitch. What do about you, how everything. do you, how do you, what, find me a positive? It's about one facet that's been a problem for two years, right? Like it's just, it's one facet. We, the special teams, incredible. You'll never hear more praise. The defense, incredible. You'll never hear more praise. There is one side of the football that can't operate and it's the, sickening. And, and honestly, this is the first time in, in a while that I feel like Iowa is going into this football game without some key guys. I mean, Justin Jacobs is a key guy. I've talked about in the season preview how good that linebacker core is. If he's not around, I mean, you're filling a big shoe there. And then on the other side, you need as many weapons as you can get. And with Keegan Johnson, not a receiver, that receiving group is limited. It is very short. There is no depth there. And they were like, if Bruce didn't do anything last week, uh, there was no hope. I mean, they would try to do everything with him. I don't know what you're going to be able to get. Got to get their get football to them. Simple as that. They got <laughs> the football. They made plays. They didn't get the football. They didn't make plays. I'm not sure what I missed. I'm not sure if this if I missed this, but uh, I just thought I'd mention Xavier Hutchinson. Uh, his stat line was pretty nuts last week. Schaefer had been fun to watch. He he looks like a stud. Um, he looks bigger this year. He he looks like a almost a pro ready guy. I'm interested to see what he does against this hyped up secondary. We're we're not going to let this bad offense disguise the fact that how good this defense is. So I'm interested to see though, because I don't know, Iowa fans probably didn't watch the game, but Hunter Deckers gets it out I really, it. really quick. And that was the best sign I saw of the weekend of how fast he gets the ball out. He's not Brock Purdy. He's not going to sit there and hold it forever. He's going to get it out quick as hell for good or for bad. He might, he made one terrible throw in the first half. Um, but I don't think he's going to let that Iowa pressure get to him, just how quick he likes to get out the ball. So that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Okay. Well, the line is sits at, I believe, would I see three and a half? Yeah. yeah. Why? Three Still and a half. Over, they, under. They want you to bet Iowa State so 41? much. I don't know why. Over, under, I, I saw would want 40. You on the other side. <laughs> over, under is 40. 17-13 final. Yes, they first one to 17 wins. First one to 17 wins. Try fucking 6-4 or something. Yeah, yeah. Iowa's going to score more than 10 points. Let's get that out of the way. 9-5, final. Iowa State will score for us, and then we'll still lose. (laughs) Hold on. Bottom of the the 12th. Listen, how crazy is that fucking crowd going to go when they score their first touchdown of the year? Offensive touchdown. Oh, my God. It's going to be I'll be there. I'll be there. And I I don't know what – the part that's really going to really make me mad is that I I take myself as, like, pretty level-headed. I'm just over the boiling point. I am level-headed at all times. I don't sit there and beat my chest and say, we're this greatest program, we do this, we do that. Like, I don't do that. But at this point, I am 
over the boiling point. And what's really going to piss me off is when we get there and now things are going well on offense and maybe we get like two or three first downs. We're just not able to, you know, put it in the end zone. Like, and we're moving the ball. We're having a good day. And then some fuckhead behind me is going to start bitching and booing like he knows what he's talking about. And I take everything in me to not turn around and be like, hey, fuckhead, do you really know what you're talking about? Like, that's – I know what's going to happen. It's toxic, bro. It's so toxic out there in Iowa Dude. City. It's so toxic. It's, it's like so every funny. fan base ever, though. There's always that one guy that's part of your fan base that is just a fucking idiot that doesn't know what he's talking about. But he just screams at the top the of his lungs. Now. No. <laughs> There's not fucking upset all the goddamn time. He hates everything right now. <laughs> you fucking if hate you guys were it's in football my shoes, season, Jordan. If you were in my shoes, there is not anything to be excited about for the weekend. You just lose games. You don't have an offense that literally. That's worse. <laughs> I'd rather win. It is not fun right now. It's fun. It's fun. Winning is fun. I fucking promise you, winning is better. <laughs> I had zero fun. I felt like a loss all Saturday. That to did. their point, I mean, it kind of did. I mean, that loss, dude, that was fucking. That was that was a loss. Was the last a time a team's back to back points was safeties? Never. Like the back to back times you scored was a safety. Like it's four to three. Know. That's or a good five question. Five to three. That's in safety. Four and a half. That's I, a good I really question. Don't know. I thought I saw a stat the last time there was a game that was what was that five three was Iowa in the eighties so. Yeah. Huh. How about we do something different, fellas? Times are changing. Uh, I don't know if you guys have listened to this. I don't know if you guys have listened to this So Said podcast. I'm sure you'll recognize it when I mention it. But I heard a stat line through the media that Iowa has won eight games that they have punted eight or more times. And the rest of the FBS has done that twice. Two times that's happened, and then the entire rest of the FBS, I was done it eight times in that in that time span. Well, it's Tory Taylor is a beast. I, he's the best player on the team. He's, he dude, he's fantastic. I cannot believe that guy can get him inside the ten that many fucking times. It's just it's insane how good he is. He's the best player on the team. That's he literally made or break that game. I just think the craziest thing is like you look at South Dakota State's first punt, bro. How do you not score? It was like a six-yard punt to the thirty-six-yard line. It was insane, uh, <laughs> um, and they missed a field goal too. Iowa missed a field goal first one of the game, I think. Yeah, yeah. Kicker didn't look great. Kicker did not look one great. He was. What was he? That that second one he made, it did not look good off at first. It was from it, fifty it, though. It's it's a college kid. He's he's a sophomore. I mean, it's a fifty. That's a bomb for college kids. Fifty yards is a bomb. That is a we'll bomb. See. That's a that, that's a bomb. I think they want you to be. He had to have been shaking in his boots, man, trying to get out there with the first one. I had he had to have just been. Awesome. They want you to be eighty plus percent from forty beyond. So he'll be fine. That's a but the first one was like shock. Yeah, I think. I think he was just way too ant because he pulled it a little bit. Probably. Last thing, last thing I'll say. Last thing I'll say in this losing streak, Iowa State is not forced to turn over on Iowa. Fuck man, it's got to end this. It has got to end here. True. Yeah. Yes, it is. I swear. In to the shit, six game losing streak, we have no, fumbles. we have not forced a single turnover. It's got to end this. For some week. reason, I'm thinking of a Nate Stanley 
Wadley fumble somewhere, but maybe we got that one back on a drive. But I guess I think last year you guys did. I you fumbled and you recovered. Oh, we 100% did. We 100% did. There was a fumble in the end zone, was there not? That we recovered. I don't think it was like I don't think it was in the end zone, but whatever. I don't know. Doesn't matter. It'll be an interesting one. Cyhawk battle on the line. JP nervous as can be, also not happy. Schaefer not a worry in the world. So there it is. Happy to be here, man. Usually it's the other okay. way around, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it, the pressure comes where, with where, the Where can it team. get worse for Iowa State? Where can it get worse? We literally ran into each other to lose a game one year. That's and our so-called saying, best team ever fucking hosts last year on the national spotlight, and we fucking play like dog shit. We have nothing to lose anymore. I am numb to this game. Yeah. Do not it's care. A, it's a team – with nothing to lose versus a team that has everything to prove to their own fan base, which is not a good formula. There it is. Okay, let's go to week two. Um, let's jump to it pick-wise, and then we will break down games as we go through the picks. Um, does everybody have a lot of picks? What's the estimate? I think I have five. Four from Schaefer. I got a few. Okay, few. That's not a number. Um, one? One. I don't have one definitive one, man. You have I one you, pick, I hate the board. I hate it. I hate it. Jordan's fucking cranky. He's There's not stressed out this week, guys. Guys, he's no stressed out this numbers. week. Leave him alone. Guys, one pick, not, look at all these notes. I don't have – there's not a game on here. I was like, wow, I really like that line. I had to work. I was texting Reese today. I was grinding to find something. Wow. Remember how long you waited for it to be football season, Jordan, to gamble on football? Yeah, but like that doesn't mean I'm not going to try to find something. He's going in still, on like five. I'd rather be doing weekend. that. I'd rather be doing that than doing nothing with football. I'd rather be trying to find something. Saying the board. There's sucks winners out there, Jordan. It. There's winners out there. You just got to believe. There always is. Yeah, it's a tough board, um, but there. I feel like my the five plays I have I like a lot, um, and then we'll go into them. But let's go. Uh, We'll save JP for last, I guess. Oh, you want to go first, JP? Yeah, I don't want anybody to take it. Then I just contribute. Oh, nothing. okay. Go ahead, JP. Take your pick. Uh, I'll take Wake Forest minus 13 and a half at Vandy. Uh, Sam Hartman is back. He's back. He's back. back. Uh, and Wake Forest may not have the best defense in the world, uh, but this is still Vandy. So maybe Vandy will put up some points. But I think they're just going to be way, way hype for Hartman being back with a lot of energy in that offense to just springboard them. Uh, back into ACC title contention, so give me the Deeks. So is that your moral play play of the week? Like that's it no, just that was, going to be that was a line I was looking at. I go, I'm not touching that without Hartman. And then today it came out that he's starting Saturday, so I just think with him back, I think that changes that team completely. I think it's a like overall it. boost for everybody. I like it. All right, there is there's JP for something bigger. Could be added upon too if as lines move. Let's not say JP's out for the week. It is only Tuesday when we're recording, Wednesday when you're listening. Um, but let's go to another play. Let's go to Schaefer first on the round table hey, style. Go ahead, Jake. Nice. Thank you. Uh, I am going to go Oklahoma minus 32 and against uh, Kent State. You know, they, they're basically playing an equivalent of what they saw last week against UTEP. Um, I think with one game under their belt now, they're going to have a little bit uh, going more for them. I, I mean, come on. Kent State's got a brutal, brutal schedule in their non-conference. Um, and I believe, I might have to look this up, but I believe they go to Tuscaloosa next week as well. 
Um, so they just got off playing against Washington. Uh, they have, oh, I'm sorry, they played Georgia. That's not much of a, <laughs> not much of a downgrade. So give up 520 yards last week against Washington. Um, and Dale, Dylan Gabriel played pretty well. I uh, had 233 yards last week. Uh, Oklahoma moved the ball decently. And, but the fact of the matter is, I think they're going to get to 35. And I just don't think Kent State will get to 10, maybe seven. I, they definitely won't get to double digits. Um, so give me the 32 against Oklahoma. Spoiler alert, that will probably be a uh, little preview for me this week, taking some big dog or big, uh, big home favorites. Okay, there it is. Uh, I will take the next play. I'm going to take Kansas State minus the seven and a half at home versus Missouri. I didn't see enough from Missouri last week early in the game against La Tech to tell me anything about them. Kansas State didn't give up a point. Granted, yes, it was against South Dakota, but that's a team that usually can squeak over a touchdown on an FCS opponent. So K-State's defense showed me a lot. Missouri did not show me much. Um, can we talk about honestly, that game? Yeah, I was going to say, bro, Kleiman, Kleiman went anti-Scott Frost, and he's like, uh, Martinez, you're not going to do anything. I'm pretty sure he threw for like 50 yards. Yes, he did. He's like, you're not allowed to even have a chance to make a mistake. Yeah, no, he ran for like a decent amount. I think he had a touchdown running, but no, he did not throw the ball a lot. You were correct. But they uh, ended up winning 34 nothing. Yeah. Do yeah. you do you want the seven though? Where's the juice at? Like what are you talking about? Where's, where's the juice wants, at? What's the line? Is it one ten both way? It was one ten both ways at seven and a half. Okay. Do you, are you gonna want the seven flat? I would love the seven, but I don't know if the one twenty value is worth the seven. I think they I think they went by ten to fourteen. I think that's where I see that game going. So I don't want to take okay. away. That's, I mean, that's line. fair because I was looking at that too, and I like, I like Kansas State as a team, but I just, yeah. I didn't want seven and a half. I felt like that Missouri, was they just they gave up big plays last week against lots like they gave a seventy-four yard touchdown pass. I think this Kansas State offense has too much talent to not cover that number, especially at home. Yeah, so I, think, I like that play a lot. Yeah, okay, I like. I listen to what you're saying. Okay, I just want All to right. see what your thoughts were on that. Reese, jumping over to you, give us a play. Oh, like I said before, um, but I like West Virginia by 13 and a half, um, going to Kansas. Uh, like I said before, JT Daniels looked really good last week, uh, threw for 214 yards and two touchdowns. And Pitt has a good defense. I mean, uh, I mean, obviously they had a chance to win too at the end, but that ball that went through uh, before Wheaton's hands, um, just kind of a tough, tough break for them at the end. Um, their line didn't look the best, but I mean, if they can clear that up, especially against Kansas, who doesn't have the best defense in the Big 12, um, their wide receivers can have a big game. And then Kansas – and then oh, I should say West Virginia only gave up 76 yards um, on the ground to Pitt. And Kansas' best offense is their running back with Devin Neal. Um, so if they can find a way to make them one-dimensional, I think it's a route for West Virginia and JT Daniels. Um, so that, that's the play that I really like for the week. Good play. Uh, Schaefer, you were a guy that thought Kansas was going to be better. Is this a game you were thinking they could hang around in? Because I kind of like I, West Virginia I, as well, but it's I. That's funny Kansas you say that because I, I was on borderline. That was one of my one of my picks was Kansas. Um, I, I just don't. I don't want to get into the hype early with Kansas. Jalen Daniels played pretty well last week. Um, he was efficient enough. I think he had like 185 yards. Um, they didn't turn the ball over. The defense looks good. I but I, I want to because I think Neil Brown's on the verge of getting out of Morgantown soon. I said that last week in a group chat. 
Uh, but I, I just don't know if that defense is still going to be good enough to stop West Virginia. Uh, it, it just depends. Is West Virginia going to play pissed off and trying to avenge a loss, or are they going to start to turn the top? Because they had that game. That was a must win for West Virginia uh, for this rejuvenation of their program that they're trying to attempt. Defensive line looks great. Stills is an absolute monster in the middle. Um, but I'm, I'm going to stay away from it because I just don't. I'm not going to base it on one dominant FCS game from Kansas. So too early for that for me to get in my Big 12 play. Okay, Schaefer, give us a different play then. Yes, uh, I, I, I'm borderline with this one, um, but I, I'm going to just stick to it. I'm going to take Wisconsin uh, if it's uh, under 17. This is play of the century, play of the year. This is this is a fucking think, lock, dude. You think this is a lock? Okay, this is a fucking okay. lock. Okay, this That's, is a lock. Well, I'll keep it short if you have this as a lock. I think that the defense is going to show up for Wash or uh, for Wisconsin. I think they're going to get a ton of pressure on the quarterback. I'm a little concerned with uh, the quarterback at Washington State. You know, it's typical Washington State. They love to aerate it, which is kind of Wisconsin's kryptonite. Graham Mertz looked solid last week, and I just don't see anybody stopping Braylon Allen. I think it's going to be low scoring. I think they can cover by winning 24-0. to zero. Um, But that's just kind of how I feel about it. I think the defense is going to show up. And it's going to be – the ball is going to be in Wisconsin's hands the whole game anyways. So. I love this play. That's that's a great – I was going to say it next just so nobody took it. I feel so great about this. Illinois State was an FCS, like, chatterbox team. Like, that team was supposed to be pretty good. They're supposed to be going there, be competitive. They kind of have that opposite play style. They got dominated. Granted, it's an FCS team. But Wisconsin's defense is also for real. Um, I like this a lot. Also, take away Washington State, dude. They suck last week. They fucking they were down ten nothing to Idaho. <laughs> yeah. To Idaho, they won twenty four to seventeen. That that team's not good. Let's stay on the Pac twelve hate train. Let's right, take Wisconsin yeah. minus seventeen. They're going to cover yep. this easy. I'm thinking thirty one three final. All right, all right, all right, all right. I can stick with that. All right, there it is, Reese. Tell us more about it. No, I was just saying that's what I like on that. Braylon Allen's a fridge straight tackling that guy you can't do it um and then like the badger defense also got two two turnovers last weekend so like you just you got to feel they're gonna be able to get at least one or two from that washington uh state team and just tack on some points i love it i love it i love wisconsin that's the lock that is a lock Schaefer. i love it three jp you gotta hop on that shit, lock from jp or from cam i have that's no a fucking lock. i feel great about it hurts. Sounds like three guys are going to be on it. If only one cranky pants would jump in on it. Buddy, I don't like the board. I'm not going to force Buddy. anything. Like, Buddy. I'm not going to just jump in. How about just like, jumping in in the moment with your well, friends? And Jordan, a we're a gambling podcast. Next we're, week and we all enjoy a bet here that we all won. We're JP, at, the end of the day, at the end of the day, JP, it is just money. Hey, We, we have an obligation, Jordan. People are he expecting said, picks. He said it. We're supposed to provide I the winners. I am not putting money on a guy named Graham Mertz that was 17 points. I love it. I love it. But you're going to cheer play. for a guy named Spencer. Okay, I'll jump I to another one. Change the page. I didn't say one time bad. last weekend. God, it's um, easy to talk shit, Reese, when you just don't have a team I can shit on back. <laughs> God. Okay, I'll ease the room, ease it up. Let's jump to another play. I'm going to take Notre Dame minus a 20 and a half at home versus Marshall. I think this team's riding high, right? A lot of people are against them. 17 being your spread opening the year as a top team in the country. 
it's not easy to go in and put up the defensive performance they do. I don't think Marshall scores more than 10 points. And I think Notre Dame tries to make a statement because their offense didn't do much last week against Ohio State. So I think they cover the 20 and a half at home. Okay, let's go to Reese. Give us another one. Um, I do like that one. Just want to say I'm thinking about that one as well. Um, but another one that I'm looking at is the over um, in the App State Texas A&M game or potentially just taking App State's over 18 and a half. Um, obviously, App State defense struggled last week against um, UNC. Drake May looked just phenomenal. Um, and then App State's offense is really good. I know A&M is a shout out, but that's against Sam Houston State. That's a completely different team um, compared to App State and the weapons that they have. Um, App State had 654 yards of offense last week. Um, and I mean, I just feel like it's obviously a different different team they're going to be playing with, with A&M, but with the weapons they have, it's like they're going to be finding a way to at least keep this. Like the spread of 17, I think A&M can cover that, but it wouldn't surprise me if this game is like a, a 14 point game at the end, 14, 17 point game. And it's like a 30, 38 or 35 to like 25 or something like that. Like some weird score where it's all up there and they can cover it. So I think the over in that one at 54 and a half or potentially the app state team over. I'm trying to figure out which way I want to go on that. Okay. There it is. There's another one. Let's go back to Schaefer. Yeah. uh, This one, this pick is based on not, necessarily the favorite but just basically betting against how bad the opponent is i'm gonna go michigan state minus 34 right now i think i want to jump on this early um, I, so i can stay away from uh, five scores i just yeah it, it, i'm not getting into too much i thought michigan state looked decent um they're gonna be a seven eight win competitive football team uh in in the big 10 i thought peyton thorne had some decent plays but i mean it, it comes down to man Akron just barely, barely wins last week against St. Francis. It's just, <laughs> oh man, they they got a long. They deserve way to, go. to lose. They yeah. deserve to lose that shit, Dick rebrand. That shit sucks. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're going into East Lansing, and it's not going to be pretty for them. I don't see this team scoring more than again. Don't see them getting the double digits. Don't see them getting more than seven. So I, I thought about this play as well. That's a good one. Um, okay, I'll jump to another one. I'm going to take Florida minus the five versus Kentucky. I like it. I just think Florida's riding high. They come off a huge win against Utah. I, I think three of my five plays this week are completely morale-based on what where a team's standing, what they got to prove, what they're coming off of, and this is one of them. Um, fan base is going to rock them. Swamp's going to be bumping, and I think they win this by seven to ten. I don't think it's much more than the line, but I like the five, so I'm going to take Florida at home. Reese. Uh, my last one, uh, I talked to Jordan a little bit about a parlay that I'm trying to put together. I got another free bet. So these are all money lines. Combine them all. Florida, West Virginia, North Carolina, Oklahoma State, Mississippi State, Memphis. That is at plus 415. Um, only one I think I'm iffy on in that is going to be that that Florida game. I think I, I still like Florida to win that game. Anthony Richardson looks so good. Um, Kentucky. They did what they need to do last week. They scored their points, but especially with the game being in the swamp, I like Florida to take that one. North Carolina is just if their defense can figure out how to stop um, Georgia State because Drake May does what he does. And if they can put up points, um, no big deal there. And then Memphis against uh, Navy. Navy looks bad last week. They got beat by who's at Delaware. Um, so I, I that's, that's the one that I got for this weekend for uh, my little parlay because 
I had a big one last weekend that worked out well for me, so I'm going to keep riding and try to go for another one this weekend. Love it. Shaver, do you have any more or did you say you're four? Now you have one oh, more, correct? Yep, one more. Okay. Uh, it, it tears me to do this, um, but I just think the line's too good not to take. Uh, I'm going to go back on everything I've just said. I'm going to take USC minus the nine and a half against Stanford. I just thought, while everybody else was so disappointing last week in the Pac-12, the one team that didn't um, and looked up to the hype was USC. I know they only played Rice, uh, but Jordan Addison and Caleb Williams, man, they they look pretty damn good. Uh, and Stanford ended up beating Colgate 41-10, to 10, but it really wasn't as convincing as what the score looked. Um, USC is going to come out, and I think the offense is not going to skip a beat after last week. And the defense, honestly, is not something to completely sleep on like typical Lincoln Riley teams, at least the Pac-12 standards. Uh, I just don't – I'm not scared of the offensive uh, weapons that Stanford really doesn't bring to the table. So I think that this team could easily – this is my most confident bet of the weekend. I, I'll, I'll go out and say it now. I cannot believe it's not the double digits. I think the only reason it might not be is because it's a road game. Uh, but I think this team could come out and win by 17, 20 points. So it's my last play. Okay. There it is. Um, there's Schaefer's card. I have one, but two technically, so I will finish it out. I'm going to take the opposite side of what you mentioned earlier, Schaefer. I'm going to take Vodtech minus three at home versus Boston College. I thought Boston College looked like absolute shit last week. I think Vodtech needs an answer. Um, fans are – that place is going to be rocking. Week one, it's first home game at Vodtech. Andrew Sandman's going to bump. I think Vodtech covers the three. Um BC just did not show me anything last week. Rutgers is not a good football team, and they lose at home against that Rutgers team. I'll take the three points for Vodtech in that crazy atmosphere. And then I'm going to start doing this every week. All five plays that I just said, I'm going to parlay them together and put a half a unit on it. I don't know why you wouldn't because I think all of them are going to hit. That's why I'm placing the bet. It's all five plays put together are plus 2,493 at a half a unit. And you Hey, triple your mind. I don't understand why you wouldn't do that. I think they're all going to play. I think they're all going to hit. And so if you do have a weekend like Reese just did, where you go five Oh and one, you're going to clean up. Go crazy. I think it's not the dumbest thing in the world. So I'm going to be placing that as well. Charlie, you you get all your hits together. I got one. What's up? I got a new one. I got a new play. All right, he's adding to the card. Please come to Wisconsin minus the 17. Northwestern versus Duke under 58 and a half. Uh, To be honest with you, Northwestern's offense might be better than expected, but I don't think they're going to put up 40 by themselves, and I think Duke is absolutely shit. Uh, So that's going to be tough for Duke to score points. Even if they get to 30 to 1 to 20, which would be interesting to see Northwestern put up 31 points, without a team handing them points 58 and a half are both these teams getting to 30. I don't think so. I don't think it's going to be 40 to 20. So I'll take under 58 and a half. Look, I, I like that. I can see that Northwestern, any other year that they didn't start their offense, like week zero against Nebraska. I feel like this is a no brainer bet. Like I feel like the only scare away or that lines where it is, is because of week zero. So you're welcome. That's a win. Um, Anyway, that's it. That's all the plays. Week two, uh, we probably will add some more. I assume JP will come up with one or two more throughout the week as the lines move and news comes out. So be on the lookout. Let's try and get our cards out this week. I We completely spaced it last week, but we were all over video content. So make sure if you're not following us on Twitter, you get to see all the highlights as they happen. 
So good stuff there. Okay. Failing to mention, um, let's go to our segments before we mention that. Let's go to favorite underdog of the week. Who do you guys got? Man, it's kind of the bad week to ask me because I'm just taking a lot of big favorites. Uh, say, it is somebody, a tough week to find an underdog. I have one I was leaning. I, oh, it's I got just one. A lean I got for one. Me, but. Got one. All right, go. Well, uh, sorry. Uh, okay. Actually, I'm going to be kind of serious about this one. I'm just going to take my clones. Clones plus three and a half. It's my favorite underdog of the week. Does that count if you're not betting? Like, that wouldn't have bet it? Like, you would never bet that. I, Jordan. I, I mean, Go ahead. I would, there was one that I crossed could. my mind. No, I was just saying, like, it crossed my mind. I'm like, what if I just, like, let me just half a unit, just to have fun. Maybe just a little bit. Might as well just try to enjoy it. Cheer for, um, give it a little more incentive to cheer for. That I was going to say that, but then I really thought about it. I don't feel good about that at all. No, uh, my favorite I mean, underdog of the week would be Old Dominion plus the 13 at East Carolina. I can. Old Dominion coming off a huge win. They might cover it. They might not. East Carolina could easily win that game by 10 or 30. So, Old Dominion is a good football team. They were really good last year, and they're coming off a hot win. So I like the plus 13. I don't think that's a bad play, and that would be my pick. Okay, I have I have one seriously that I told you guys I would take if it keeps going up. Hawaii, plus the 51 oh, yeah. and a half. If it gets up to 54, I mean, I'm all over it. I promise you. That's a big you swing, are, though. Dude. You, I feel you like are, you'd be as safe with 51 as you would be 54. Uh, Every uh, point counts. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> if you think down. a team is going to lose by 52, <laughs> what in the fuck makes you think they're not going to lose by 54? Yeah, dude, crazier, crazier shit has happened. <laughs> That's another thing I will say, not to get off topic. How fucking crazy, at least in the games I've been paying attention to, Vegas has been insane with the number. I mean, mm-hmm. that West Virginia game was seven and a half or something. Purdue, Illinois three was three and a half. Mm-hmm. The Penn yeah. State game was three. Like, just, dude, they were insanely all That's because the sport's rigged. That's because the sport's rigged. They Arkansas. want us to lose. Yeah, Arkansas was six and a half. Central Michigan was right there. Yep. Yeah, yeah, not good. Not good for the people. <laughs> I feel like we didn't talk about that Central Michigan play enough. Like, we briefly mentioned it, but what the hell? Not much to brag about. I mean, it was just the biggest bullshit I've ever probably won. <laughs> Fifty one to fourteen. Oh, wins a win, baby. It's called grit. It's never given up. There were two white flags in the group chat for that play. Yeah. For the record, we forgot to mention yeah. that there were two white flags sent in. Yep. I thought and it made no sense for them to even keep trying. <laughs> but damn. <laughs> I did okay, I thought Reese. that was white flag. Reese, so uh, JP, you haven't given us your favorite underdog either. Reese, go. We're doing under, just underdog right now. Worry about road games and all that shit. Underdog. Underdog, uh, Pittsburgh at home against Tennessee. Six and a half point spread. Um, Pittsburgh coming off a, a good win last week. Um, yeah, Tennessee boy. obviously played very well, but Pittsburgh played a better opponent. And if there's a if there's a underdog I like, it's that one. That's not bad. Okay, mine is Maybe. very questionable. It's a lean here. South Carolina plus eight and a half at Arkansas. Like I, I understand South Carolina didn't look awesome last week. But Neither did Arkansas. Like, I feel like that's a lot of points to give that team that is just a bunch of fighters and grinders, dude. I just think you could definitely be down 10 with like two minutes left. They kick a field yeah, goal, get yeah. within seven just to have a chance outside kick game over. Like 
that's just JP. A that's bomb. that's a good so, play. You so should I play that. Play. That's actually really good. I looked at that I one don't, earlier. I've seen everybody on Arkansas too. That number yeah. went up so fast. And so I'm like, it's gonna keep going up I've, probably. Am I missing something? Like, I don't see that it's that big of a difference between these two teams. And yeah, KJ looked great. Uh Jane Hazelwood looked great. Like they had good pieces, don't lie. But I do think South Carolina's gonna give you a little more zap than they did last weekend. And maybe and there's always the, you know, maybe they weren't showing everything. Bullshit. South Carolina was grinding. They had to grind to that play that game and win that game so they let it all out but they also knew you know you're going to arkansas this is a clean slate this is sec play you know you're not going to show up the same week one against georgia state as you are in fayetteville so i mean that's when i'd lean for underdog okay i fair enough that's those are all good those are all good underdogs that could be a play we should do the underdog underdog parlay one week what if we have four that we like enough what, can I punch that in? Everybody, just give me two seconds. Uh, you can go to the next thing, but then I'll ask you. I want to punch in the spreads for all that. Well, that would okay, out I like it. Um, disgusting lines. Let's start again with Schaefer. We'll go in the same rotation. We'll go Schaefer, uh, myself, Reese, JP. It's, uh, Schaefer, it's, it's, who is your shit line of the week? It's 51 and a half. Too beautiful or disgusting? I don't know. Right, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm done talking about it. Um, I'm going to go with a, uh, a late nighter out in, uh, Utah. I'm going to go, I think Baylor BYU is just kind of, it's just iffy to me. I think Baylor's the better football team. And right now they're three and a half dogs. Cause it's probably just uh, a road game for them, but I don't know. That stinks to me. BYU obviously came out and blew South Florida out of the water. Um, Baylor looks solid against Albany. So nothing proved anything. Uh, both of those teams last week, they both took care of business. They both look good against a couple of bad teams and uh, just, yeah, I don't know. Go with your gut. It's going to be a fantastic game to watch. Um, but man, I don't know where to think about that game. Fair enough. You want to hear mine? Yeah. Iowa, Iowa state. That line sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was going to say that too. If I if you don't think Iowa could win that football game three to nothing, you're kidding yourself. You are full blown kidding yourself if you don't think that score you could you could hit on Iowa State plus three and a half and lose the football game a hundred percent. So I think that line leaks. I'm not touching it. If it was seven and a half or ten, I would definitely take it. But three and a half sucks. No thanks, Reese. That was yours as well. That was going to be mine, yeah. That's, that game every year, like, obviously, you guys I don't have a favorite football team, but, like, watching that game every year, Good just man. the craziest shit always happens that you just – you never know what to expect. It's going to be – it could be 17 to 13 or 10 to 6 or something like that. That's just – I don't know. It's just – it is what it is. Okay. I mean, I agree. If, let's take a look at that game in the past. It's always some bullshit. It's always one-sided in some fashion that changes the whole game. Last year, you look at – you have four or it's, it's been four interceptions, that's three of them tipped. Three of them tipped. Like, I feel like all those picks in that game, besides the Brees Hall fumble near the goal line, was was kind of bullshit. Like, I'm getting PTSD out here, dude. Stop. We can't. We got to stop talking. And three about years it. ago, Iowa State could have won that game, but the guy fucking took the punt off the back. Like, come on. And then, yeah, no, I feel like that. It's not even the line that stings, it's the whole fucking game. Like, you yeah, really have no, no idea no. what's going to occur. <laughs> I think there's a real chance um, while JP's doing what he's doing. I think there's a real chance. I think Iowa State could win that football game. I kind of like there's a little bit of an expectation in my brain of it because 
I was offense is fucking terrible. <laughs> okay, <laughs> stop talking. He's back. He's back. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what happened. Joe, what's up, man? Dropped. My Joe, what's up, man? We're, we're, we're just mentioning on we're still talking about Iowa, Iowa State and how that line sucks because something crazy always happens during it. And not just not just something crazy happens, but the game is always crazy in some way, shape, or form. So Reese and I had the same. JP, what is your disgusting line of the week? Uh, I thought the Florida line sucked uh, because you're not getting the three. You're not getting the seven on the other end or the six. Well, it did before my explanation. I just – Because I took it. So Florida's riding on such a high, and they're not going to get a pushover in Kentucky. And I, tough, tough line. I don't – it's not something I would – people would see value in it. I just – it's in a weird spot for me. It's right, it's right in the Vegas line, right at four, four and a half, five. It's just – it's Vegas ground. Final score, Florida, 163, Kentucky, two. Final. Cover the five. 47 to three, Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there it is. Uh, those are disgusting lines. And now the final piece of the week to discussion. Let's talk about under-the-radar games that could turn out to be main focuses like we already have done. Um, Schaefer, who do you got? Uh, I'm going to stick with the nightcaps. I think Fresno State, Oregon State has, has a chance to be a really good one. Um, specifically after Oregon State's performance last week, I was kind of impressed with the way they played. Um, I mean, I kind of shit on the Pac-12 in the beginning of this podcast and then came back around and gave some of them the credit they kind of deserve. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that I'm interested to see what Fresno State does at home against a Power 5 school uh, a lot on the line for them to kind of prove that they got a chip on their shoulder and that they're going to be arguably the best group of five team in the, in the country. I, I think that they have a chance to be, um, and it, it starts this weekend and it's a pick them for a reason. So, it, you know, it's going to be a good game. So that's my one. Love it. Uh, I'm going to go towards Tennessee and Pitt. I think that could be a much better game than expected. I haven't heard a ton on it. I'm sure there are parts of the country that are surrounding it. But I think Tennessee and Pitt could be a really, really good one. That's 2.30 on Saturday. Reese. I uh, like Houston and Texas Tech. I mean, I had Houston Dude, probably last week. come on, fellas. They didn't play that great. What? I had two picked just in case somebody <laughs> took mine, and here we are trying to pick a third. I got you one, Jordan. Sorry. Sorry. I'll take the backseat for grumpy pants. <laughs> grumpy pants. <laughs> JP, did you punch out that parlay? What would we get paid? No, I uh, scrambled to get my uh, – I, I need a th- fourth one. I only have my South Carolina, the Hawaii, and Pitt. I don't remember the other one. ODU. Okay. Old Dominion oh. plus 13. Let me look. Yeah, I'll do it. Go ahead, Reese. Take them on money line. But uh, like I said, I'll the Houston like Texas Tech game, Texas Tech, um, for the Big 12, it's pretty open this year. Um, and Houston, they just didn't look that great on the defensive side of the ball. Offense, they did what they needed to do. Um, but UTSA, I think, is just a better team to be able to get credit for. But this is a game that people aren't talking about with the spread at two and a half. It's, it's um, according to Vegas, going to be a good game. So that's where my eyes would be. Okay, there it is. Um, while JP finishes that up, who do you guys think will win that Tennessee and Pitt game? We kind of breezed over it. I know Reese had the play. Um, but what do you guys really think about that? I guess I didn't pay too much attention to Tennessee last week to have an idea of how they are. But I feel like there was so much crazy shit in that West Virginia and Pitt game that I don't know who Pitt is either. So what do you guys think? Yeah, I wasn't impressed with Pitt. A lot of 
opportunities for them to lose that football game. I thought Keaton Slovis just – I said it in the group chat. I just don't think he's very good. I didn't think he played very well at all. Um, they made a couple of big plays when it mattered, and I think it was more of West Virginia kind of lost it themselves than Pitt won the football game. Um, I, I know they played Ball State, but damn, I, Tennessee's offense was as advertised, at least in week one. Um, Malik Hooker's an absolute stud. And uh, I – they – And did Hooker. Th- sorry. It was – I don't know where I got that from. You're talking about Malik uh, Willis, buddy? Throwback? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Binding names. I, I just think that I, the loss in Knoxville last year still has to be on their mind, and, and Pitt put, put up a ton of points. So you know Tennessee's going to mm. want to do the opposite this week, this year. So how I was just going like talking about Bear and Stanford Steve. They're like, at what point does this become just a keep away from Pitt or from Tennessee's offense? Is Pitt just going to try to run, run, run? You saw them try to establish the run game much more in their first game versus West Virginia. How much of them is just going to be ground and pound, kill clock, and keep Hendon Hooker and that offense off the field? You know what I'm saying? If they could do that successfully, it'll be hard for them to lose by two scores. But if they fall behind like early second half after doing it whole the first half, then you're seeing some problems. So I think it's a little bit of keep away, but it's also establish what we want to be at Pitt. Love it. I got okay. it. I got it. Yep, JP, give us yours. $10, right? If you put Ted on a parlay for all the spreads that we said. Okay. Plus 1219 $10 would return $121.96. That's a hell of a night at pay. Hey, that's – Give us the money line. Okay, I'll do that too. That's gonna be like uh, 9, and JP, while it's, you're doing that, mention your game under the radar of the week that was not taken or your third one that you came up with. Yeah, uh, this one is kind of – I don't see it being that exciting necessarily, uh, but I do think it is going to tell you a lot about these two teams, uh, Virginia and Illinois. That's a good Illinois one. Illinois needs to win this week. They have to win this week if they want to be bowl eligible. And Virginia still has Brandon Armstrong, who can sling the ball around the entire yard. And they don't want to necessarily continue to fall back in their progression after having a good year two years ago. And even last year, they were solid for most of the year. So that's, I mean, that's not a bad game to watch. Like, if you really want to tune in and see Illinois down the road, what they're going to look like. It's it's a clash of styles. It's ground and proud, bet being one. Brett Armstrong slinging around the yard. So I think that's an interesting one. Maybe okay, not that's good. ideal, but how, Jordan, how did you not pick a couple of your de facto teams going head to Arizona head State and Oklahoma State? And, St- and Stillwater, man. How did because you not I, pick that game? I have I, Arizona State doesn't interest me this year. Like every quarterback, they they're not supposed to be very good. They don't have a lot flashy about it. There's nothing interesting or a decent defense over there. It's just whatever. I feel like I it's it's but it's a bit of a Central Michigan presence though. Like Central Michigan, we people f- kind of forget because it was such a blowout. They put up forty four points. Like that Oklahoma State defense fell the fuck apart. So I think that game could be more interesting than you think. I think that I was Shafe. going to mention that as well, Shafe. There's not a money line available for Hawaii. Sorry. Ah damn. <laughs> <laughs> There's no money line. What would that money line be? It had to be. It would oh, have to be thirty-eight hundred plus, plus forty thousand. Yeah, plus let's. Uh, what if we go? What if we go and grab them at minus thirty-five, like at plus two thousand? 
Oh, yeah. okay. I got you. take them favored by three. <laughs> I gotcha. See what it I'll, says. I'll do some looking. I'm sure with the first three, it would be a hefty payout, probably plus thirty-five, four th- plus thirty-five hundred, yeah. four thousand. I would I'm, I've only got two on there right now, and I'm already at plus fifteen hundred. Perfect. Perfect. Payday. Yeah, payday. Favorite <laughs> underdogs. I love that. Um, but but while we're finishing this up, let's mention the NFL is also back. So. We don't have any plays or discussions prepared for you because we're already an hour in, and plus you got shit to do. So get your shit done, but your college football picks are here. We know what we're talking about. Week one of the NFL is also a very tall tale sign of how or who you should bet on. Like it's so hard going off training camp and preseason games, so take it easy on us. We will talk about the NFL, especially next week, but this week we're taking a little bit of a breather. Um, My Vikes play the Packers. Uh, Colts have who, Shafe? Houston on the road. Let's go and win by fucking 40. Start the year off on a good note. That's a line that I like. Yeah, I was going to say, I got a line. I kind of, I mean, there's a couple that I'm like glancing at here. And then JP. Line, Baker Mayfield revenge game. Ooh. Yeah, JP, that was, that was mine. Who do the Broncos have, JP? Seattle. Russell Wilson home. Oh, yeah. That's Monday, another- that's Monday night. Monday night. Mm-hmm. There it is. There's your first week in NFL. That's who our teams are playing. We don't have much other than that. We'll have much more, much more next week. Like I just said, NFL is super hard to tell, um, especially week one. But we will be there, and we will be watching it, and we will talk about it. If you have plays, tweet them at us. We'll, we'll see what we think. I mean, I'll place it, and I'll fucking send you a receipt. I trust you. Um, JP, what did that punch out to uh, there's no ultra line for Hawaii either. So with the three Old Dominion, Pitt, and South Carolina, ten dollars would win you five hundred and eighty-eight dollars. <laughs> so we just paid your rent. You're welcome. <laughs> no shit. Um, <laughs> no, that would be awesome. One week we will do that. I don't feel that great about it this week, but one week that I feel good about all four of our picks, and we will take them. Schaefer just had to throw the Hawaii plus fifty-one and a half in there to shit on that. What would that be with that, dude? That would be well over twenty five, thirty thousand 30000 with that money line. It would be stupid. Yeah, it'd be stupid. <laughs> oh, I bet $10 and won one hundred and fifty grand. Shout yeah. out Hawaii. Yeah. I would 100% crazy. put a dollar on that. Not even. No joke. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you're donating it, but take that, Vegas. Um, okay. There it is. There's the entire week two college football Good episode. We covered a lot. We're already at an hour and 15 minutes into this thing, so you got all the info you needed. Cyhawk week. Let's keep these two off of each other. JP will be at the game. I will be at the Skurs game. Schaefer will be somewhere. I will be drunk. Yep. See, there it is. Joker will be drunk. Reese will most likely be drunk and serving our country, so suck it, everybody. Have a good one. Thanks for joining us. Who gets the song? Who gets the song? Uh, You can have it since you asked. Uh, Let's play Moon. Ah, I like it. All right. So we playing. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Play piano, man. Trendybeats.com. Strapping we up Never forget all the memories 
Sitting I sit by my cup Thinking I should be a better me Truly I'm blessed from the start So much to say in these melodies Stare at the sky, the moon singing sweet Oh my God, such a sweet moment Angels they say I'm not ever weak Such a lonely boy Heaven knows I might never sleep Trouble in my soul Hey, I've been praying Life can be draining, oh Hey, we were late Trying to keep falling, oh I'm ashamed Hated what I would see And nobody knows So I go 